Welcome to the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast. Sorry I've been kind of MIA lately, things have been crazy, but you know that we are trying to get good things up and coming, so a little wait doesn't hurt anybody, right? So we are going to have an awesome podcast. Today we're going to listen to some new music and have a lot of fun. First we're going to play Phil Hamilton's latest big news, Small Town, and I hope you all enjoy it. Phil mentioned to me right before he sent it to me, it was the journey of his life for the last couple of years. So sit back and enjoy it.
song coming up comes from Mr. Charlie Stout, a man originally from West Virginia. A lot of girls in the Lubbock area know him as the man who wrote Live, Laugh, Love. And if you're Facebook friends with me, you more than likely have heard it because I posted it several times. And, well, I laugh every time. So, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it right now. I think it's on his SoundCloud, so go find it. Um, he just released his latest album, um, and it's really cool. A lot of great songwriting on it. And um, y'all should go listen to it. Um, what I love about Charlie is he is a great singer, songwriter, and photographer in Lubbock, Texas, showing the world about the scene that we have and what it has to offer. The name of the album is Charlie Stout, Dust in the Wind, Flatland Murder Ballads and Highland, High Plains Hymns. Sorry, guys. Throat issues today. <laughs> he recorded it live in lo on location at an abandoned First, Pres First Pre Presbyterian Church of New Mexico. Here's the first track, I See Stars. 500 golden pieces and a shoulder full of lead. A worn out horse between my feet and pounding in my head. Gotta make it to the border. Lord, this ain't no place to die. On the river's northern shore, underneath the Texas sky. I see stars, I see Ocotillo blowing in the wind. Feel the breathing of my pony, I know we've reached the end. Hear hoofbeats in the distance And the shouts of angry men Oh, the rangers may surround me They'll never take me in My shoulder burns like hellfire This horse too tired to ride I kick and curse and dig the spurs Up hard against his side He's screaming like a banshee Running fast as he can go From the posse trying to catch me To the land of Mexico I see stars, I see Ocotillo Blowing in the wind Feel the breathing of my pony, I know we've reached the end. Hear hoofbeats in the distance, and the shouts of angry men. All the rangers may surround me, they'll never take me in. We fall hard upon the dirt The rangers point their shotguns At the pocket on my shirt I reach slow for my revolver The captain tips his hat I kiss the sacred cylinder I draw the hammer back I see stars, I see Ocotillo Blowing in the wind Feel the breathing of my pony I know we've reached the end Hear of beats in the distance And the shouts of angry men Oh, the rangers may surround me They'll never take me in Oh, the rangers may surround me They'll never take me in Now the angels, they surround me Mother Mary, take me in And here's my interview with Miles Williams.
Well, we have Mr. Miles Williams on the call today. Hi, Miles. Hi. How you do? I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to talk to you about your music. Okay. Perfect. That's what I do. Right? (laughs) Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? All that good stuff. Okay. Um, Jasper, Alabama. I live in uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma right now. Um, I spend about 99% of my time in Texas. Apparently, uh, all the good music's at these days. So, right. I spend all my time down there. And uh, usually Monday, I drive back to Oklahoma and stay a couple of days, do laundry, things like that, and head back out on the road. Right. Um, so, right now, I can't my sugar out with it. Go Right now, I've got uh, memories out right now, and it is uh, sitting at number 38 on the Texas Regional Show. And... For the last Texas music chart that just came out Monday, and I'm sitting at number four, they be there. Oh, awesome. Other than that, that's what's going on so far the first of 2016. Right. So I have a question for you, because I knew, because you're, you're pretty much an Oklahoma boy. I mean, you were born in Alabama, but you... Right. Um, what is the controversy between Oklahoma music and Texas music? From what I understood, and being in Stillwater during when most of the, the, I guess, controversy got started was Oklahoma music, they believe it was red dirt and started by certain artists up here. And then the Texas crowd believes that there was a certain thing called Texas country music, which is totally different. Um, as far as them sounding different, I mean, you can hear the Tejano and certain aspects come out in the Texas music where in the Oklahoma side there's a lot more rock and southern blues and and maybe a little bit of bluegrass roots music to it also. Now, I'm not saying they don't overlap these days, but in the beginning that's a definite difference between the two. Right, that's like comparing somebody like Jason Bowen to yeah. Pat Green, which are completely different styles. Completely right? different, that is correct. Um the so-called godfather of red dirt music, Bob Childers, versus uh, Robert L. King, you know, right. the founding father of Texas country music. Right. Which, um, you, did you know Bob Childers? No, Bob Childers died a little bit before my time of me being in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did, I did play Bob Childers, um, Old homestead there in Stillwater this last fall. They called it the farm, mm-hmm. and it's about a mile outside of Stillwater. And that's where Stoney and Cody and Mike McClure and the Red Dirt Rangers and people like that started their jam sessions on weeknights, and that's how they got their music together. And before they even hit the scene, you know, right. back in back in college and things like that. Yeah, it's. I went, to, I went to Stillwater, I went to LSU and went to school there and partied with that myself in the music scene. Uh, I mean, I can't judge you. I can't judge you. We won't judge you for that. <laughs> well, I went to OU first, so, I mean, which is, which is going to be the you. Yeah, it doesn't help you at all. I mean, you live, you live south, you know, in Lubbock area, so. Right. But LSU and Lubbock are really, really similar. Uh, I noticed me, that, like the music yeah. scene. Music scene, the, the college scene, the cowboy scene, um, 
from me traveling all over, I can tell you the schools that are like uh, Texas A&M is like OU, and maybe maybe even the University of Texas for some sake. And then of course OSU and Texas Tech, they're really a lot alike. You can find your like-minded people at the same schools. Mm-hmm. Well, you won't uh, find anybody wearing boots or jeans at the University of Oklahoma. Or really? No, not at all. That's not at crazy all. to me. Yeah, it's really, really preppy, you know, hipsters, stuff like that. Where when you go to Stillwater, you're going to find boots, jeans, cowboy hats all the time. Mm-hmm. So, tell me about your music style. Like, how would you describe the music you play? Well, the music I play, honestly, I don't try to have any influences rub off too hard on my peers in the scene today. I don't believe I sound like any of them. I mean, that's obvious. If anybody's ever listened to any of my songs, they don't sound like anyone. Um, My influences and the things that kind of make my writing habits and skills are from people in the 60s, stuff that I listened to when my dad was growing up, and they kind of rubbed off on me when I was little when he would play things. Like right. Gary Stewart, John Prine, uh, you know, Doors, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, long and gone before I was born, but still good music. Nice. Um, you rather, uh, would you rather play music um, by yourself acoustically or a full band? You know, it just depends um, on the room. If it is just well-known as a listening room, and people are there to absorb your music and your guitar skills, um, and they like to hear the stories behind the way they were written, or you get to chat back and forth with them. I like doing that. But as far as a performance level, and going out and entertaining people, and watching them dance, and and have just one hell of a performance, I think full band is the way to go. So, and it doesn't hurt to break up the monotony. I mean, if you do all of one and you're nothing but an acoustic artist all the time, I could see where that would get really, really mundane. Or if you just did nothing but full band shows for 90 minutes and you didn't get to relate with your audience, like sitting down and doing acoustic. So I think about it, I think about a 50-50 blend is the way to go, but I, I, like, I like doing the full band thing myself. Right. Um, are there any records you're currently listening to that you just, well, always enjoyed or something that's came out that you've really enjoyed? Well, um, right now I've been listening to the new Alabama Shakes CD. I, I got really turned on to the first album that they had released called Hold On. Um, I have honestly, I've been listening to American, I can't even talk, American Aquarium, I, uh, at first, when I heard DJ Barnes' song, uh, Losing Side of 35, I believe it's that, 35 or 25. 25. 25. And I, yeah, I think I was too. Uh, when I first heard it, I was like, man, I just don't know if I could get behind that song. You know, I kept mm-hmm. hearing it, I kept hearing it, I was like, man, I really like this song now. So, I've been doing a little chatting back and forth, and, you know, Twitter buddies and stuff like that. I went and got it and listened to it. Now, I'm digging it. Digging the writing style. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I like Isabel. like Ryan Adams. Um, not not been on the Chris Stapleton bandwagon yet, though. Um, how do you feel about one. John Moreland? John? Uh, John was just on uh, 
Yeah, like not TV. That's not what I was like. Mm-hmm. Can't remember who it was, but yeah, he's a Tulsa boy. Um, actually, I got a chance to uh, sit and chat with him. I think it was about two years ago when he was just trying to get in the music scene. He's got some serious writing skills. Um, he writes from experience. Um, he doesn't perform as much as I've noticed in the uh, Tulsa area either. But, man, I'll tell you, like, we might hear some some songs from him, whether it's another artist singing in the future or if he goes out on a solo career. It's right. tough. And I like good writers, though. Right. Um, pop, road country stuff. Right, of course. Um, BJ and, um, um, what was his name? We just said it. Um, uh, um, not BJ, but the guy we were just talking about. Um, why did I just lose it? Oh, oh John Moreland? Yes, John Moreland. They went um, and did the solo um, act for BJ. Um, I guess it was this summer. And they came to Lubbock. And nobody really paid attention to John whenever he played at the Blue Light. And BJ came up and was like, well, I hope y'all listen to me because you just missed, like, one of the most incredible songwriters, like, in America right now. And and he's way better than I am, but y'all came to see me. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, isn't that Stay different? There. Isn't that different? See, a lot of things, a lot of people judge on looks, for starters, and they probably didn't take him serious. Right. But he really is a writer. He's incredible. Like, I, I was yeah. there, and I was like, why are you people not listening? Like, have their backs towards the stage and stuff. And I was like, this is not Blue Light. This is not how it usually is. Like, people come to listen to music. Yeah, well, then I'll ask you a question. Do you think it's kind of funny that a lot of people, they say that they're music aficionados, that they have to be told what to listen to, or if they haven't heard of somebody, or somebody told them that, hey, you need to listen to this guy, they won't do it. For instance, him being on Coca Cola last night, mm-hmm. now, now watch social media just live up like crazy because he was on TV where nobody would have even paid attention or cared beforehand. Right. That drives me crazy, but I, I kind of used to be that way. Like, I didn't know who to listen you know right. like I was like an empty canvas I like to listen to Bob Wills and The Doors and I, I was really into older stuff until I right. found the Americana Texas Country Red Dirt scene and I just was, I just walked up to people and was like what should I listen to and so people were like listen to American Aquarium listen to blah 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 you know and yeah. so I, I mean I feel like I know more music now because of um, this whole scene and it's not just like rock music or Americana or whatever you want to call it it's it's just music. I don't want to put a label on it because it's just, it's what gives you the feels, you know? Yeah. Well, for instance, you know, I'm sure you have a very updated phone and you can listen to TuneIn or any kind of app you want to. When I'm on the road, which I do have a lot of windshield time, we just sit and go through all the stations that are on the reporting list and things like that, and we just listen to constant music and go, well, who is that? And we look at the name and find out who it was. We go, oh, we like them. So we'll research and go listen to you know, more of their stuff. Not necessarily to see if they're one hit wonder or anything, but you know, to find out who they are. You know, because right. one song doesn't usually you know, paint a whole picture on an artist. You know, For instance, let's just say you listen to one Kevin Fowler song. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you might know a lot of Kevin Fowler songs, but I guarantee he doesn't want to be based on you know, just one body of his whole work. Right. You know, same way with, let's just say, American Aquarium. You know, 
Well, that would be the first one, you know, that mm-hmm. I guess put him on the scene. I'm sure he says, man, I got a lot better songs than that. You know, that's like me. I'd say, oh, so you like teasing me, huh? Well, that was the one we never thought would hit the radio and do so well. We thought others right. would be better than that. So, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. If you listen to John Moreland, go listen to all this stuff because you're going to find out what kind of artist he is, what kind of writer. So no with anybody. Right. As, um, I recently, like, I'm not the biggest Josh Abbott fan. I don't know why, just, just not. But his right. latest album came out, and it's, I've been waiting for an album that, like, it's full, like, cover to cover is amazing. You know, yeah. and out of, like, a 10-star rating, I would give it about an 8, because it gives you every, like, every song goes together, you know? And so it flows very well. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to hear it, but... No matter you say that, I'm gonna go listen to it. Right. But that's what I've been looking for lately: is um, albums that will flow together. And if I talk to a musician, I, I want to talk to them about their next album and how they're putting it together, and not just throwing things together because, oh, that might be a good single. I want them to make an album that they somebody can listen to, like old vinyl right. style. Yeah. Yeah, vinyl style. Well, now you mentioned something like that. Willie Nelson's The Red-Headed Stranger. I used to listen to that one growing up like crazy because it, it painted a picture from the front cover to the end cover and told the story, you know. So I understand what you're saying. You're not going to find that many kind of writers these days but, uh, that paint a, paint a whole story and a picture from front to cover. But yeah, and I know why they do that these days because a lot of people, when you're putting stuff on albums to radio, they want you to put stuff on there that if one doesn't hit, they can go back and find something else. Or if one does hit, well, they know which direction to go and they try to put one out that's almost like it or close to it, that the audience already knows who you are, so it's not hard for them to add it again to stations. Um, maybe that's where my downfall is because I believe that if I put one out that sounds just like the one I did, or I sing everything the same, uh, that I'm cheating my listeners and my fans. Right. Because I feel that my my body of work as a musician, none of my songs sound the same from one to the next. When you go to my show, you're not going to hear a person standing up there and every song sounds like you just stopped that song and just started over at a different tempo. Every song sounds different. So. Right. So are you into vinyl? Are you, like, what's your style? Man, I'm really on the internet right now. <laughs> the satellite radio, the TNN app, I listen to the, like, endless amounts of radio stations. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, North, Canada, in Europe, man, they're putting out a ton of internet radio stations. And that's the deal. They're not formatted. They don't have to listen to somebody tell them what they can and cannot add to their stations, they're going out there and they're finding music that they like, that their listeners like, and they're playing it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to find a lot of artists that you never ever heard of. And that's what I like, to find new people too. Right. And then go, hmm, I wonder what he's going to be really, really big in a few years. Or that guy, I know is going to be big. You can just tell by their songwriting. But yeah, that's what I do. Internet, all the way. Very cool. I try to. I just, I get in the habit where 
Um, I grew up, like, I was kind of that strange kid that didn't want to go out and party. I just wanted to go home and listen to records. Right. And so I kind of don't like to steer too much away from it because it's the warm feel, feel of it, and it doesn't feel like... I like albums that are, even that are online, that are recorded on an old-school tape, you know? Yeah, really, really. The feeling, uh-huh. Yeah. The feeling you get with them. And I wish I had that luxury. Um, when I was young, I don't think vinyls were still like the hip thing, but I do remember there being, you know, a record player, but they were so old needles on them, I think I scratched everything that my parents had ever acquired. Right. <laughs> like, people would give me a hard time because, well, whenever I was in, well, I was in middle school when I started to listen to records, it was not cool. Like, you have a record player and you listen to No, I know, yeah. Yeah, it was not cool. I was like, oh, like, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's cool, you know, and now it's cool, so, you know. Well, it's making a comeback because the quality that they're on vinyls and the nostalgic purposes of a vinyl are coming back. It really is. There's a place I play in Tulsa on, uh, during the summertime. I play once a month at least, maybe every other Sunday when we're off on the road. Uh, what they're very well known for is they have two record players there and they blast it all up and down the Arkansas River up here, and people can bring their vinyls in and play songs and take turns spinning vinyls all day long. That sounds fun. It's really cool. You know, I mean, old vinyls, new vinyls, whatever it may be, people just bring, you know, milk crates of vinyls up, and and you get to hear stuff all day until, you know, we start playing or another artist comes and plays. But I wish more places would do that. I mean, I, I think it's a really great idea. Right. Um, who do you think the next big thing coming out of Oklahoma is? The next big thing coming out of Oklahoma? Mm. That's hard to say. Um, if, well, if I knew who would be the next big thing, I'd be rich as a record label. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the next big thing? Uh, I can tell you, it's doing well. But okay. If they continue to do well, there's no telling. Uh, for instance, like we did just get, talking about John Mullen. Uh, of course, the Turnpike Troubadours are on a national platform these days. They're doing well. Um, the little young lady from Stillwater, also Oklahoma City area, she's been getting a lot of airplay in some of the larger market stations. Mrs. Caitlin Butts. Uh, I was just going to mention her. I love her to death. Yeah, she, she reminds me of uh, Casey Musgraves. I was uh, in the radio station this morning doing an interview, and somebody had asked me about her. I was like, yeah, I've listened to her stuff. And every time I hear it, I always automatically think it's Casey Musgraves because mm-hmm. they sound a lot alike to me. And she's got good writing skills, and she's young, and she's got a lot of, a lot of time to even get better. So, yeah, I consider her as female artist. She'll be, she'll be one to be reckoned with here in the future. Um, of course, we always have Jason Bowen, and we always have Stoney, and, uh, of course, Crossman, right, we no longer with us, but, you know, the Departed is around. Those are the Oklahoma artists mm-hmm. that are, that are here, that have been there and done it. Um, I don't see too many new ones hitting the scene right now, besides the ones I've already mentioned. But I think like there's a ton more. Right? Do you feel like um, Texas has, like, overcome the scene that Oklahoma people can't get through yes. into the scene? Yes. In fact, uh, with that being said, you know, we've lost the Texas music chart. Uh, it's closed the stores. Well, a lot of them are opening up and saying, we want to focus on Texas music only. So they don't want 
artist from Oklahoma on it. That's they're limiting it to just Texas only. You have to have a residency there. Or you have oh, to wow. Or you have, or you have to have at least 40% of your shows the last three months that they go back from looking for your current single. Now, that limits a lot of people. And it should be for those that play in Nashville or play on the road. If they don't play in Texas and they're not from Texas, I can see how that would limit a lot of those Texas artists, but it limits them of hearing a lot of Oklahoma people, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they should put those two together, Oklahoma and Texas, and just leave it alone. And if you got other artists from other states, yeah, make that criteria where they have to play in Texas or before they can start trying to hit Texas radio. Well, but, I mean, that doesn't bother me. I'm playing nothing but Texas now. So. Right. Well, they should do it like how they do with the, um, what's it called, um, the residency thing, um, the pay for college in Texas. If you live, like, within 90 miles of where you're going to school, like, it's, you are paying in, in, in Texas. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, more than likely, you are, like, 90 miles away from Texas. So, you could, you should be on the charts. Right, right. And you know what, there's a lot of, a lot of guys that are on the Red River that they basically just say, oh, I'm from Texas, you know, because they right. play on the music scene. Um, well, you don't ever hear anybody giving Ray Wyatt Hubbard any crap. Oh, he, no. He's from uh -oh. Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, he's, he's from Oklahoma, but, you know, he plays and lives in Texas himself, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I don't know, it's kind of a better story. You, you can have the good music coming from out here, but if you try to limit it, you're going to hear nothing but the same stuff. Right. So I'm not saying that Texas music is like that, but there's a lot of people doing the same thing, and they all sound the same. Right. Yeah. And that's what I like about what I'm doing, because I don't want to just limit myself. You know, I feel like people limit themselves too much. There's so much amazing music. And I'm actually going to interview this band from Scotland uh, in a few weeks. We're going to do it over Skype. And there's no reason that, you know, people can't hear about their music, you know? I mean, they play the kind of, it's kind of like a bluegrass and rock style, you know? It's well, you know what Americana, uh, Americana and the Red Dirt influences in country music came from Ireland and Scotland, the folk right. music. That is where we got most of it. Most of your immigrants, in fact, the United States is just a melting pot of immigrants, but that traditional music came from across the pond in some form or fashion, mm -hmm. you know, from other people. But we didn't the it ourselves. No, no. <laughs> so, you know, and that's why they love us so much over there in Europe, because well, it's basically the folk and roots music just sang differently with a different accent, accent about different kinds of subjects. Right. Um, and sometimes you don't even realize they have an accent. Sometimes they sound American. <laughs> right. They cover it up pretty well. They sure do. There's an amazing um, group of girls. They're called the Spade. And they have amazing harmonies. Like, they only come to America like once a year. And they do like a little like three-week right. tour. And I'm like, come to Texas. Come see me. They're amazing. I'll have to look into them, too. Um, yeah, there's another group called the Corey. Have you ever heard of the Corey? Yes. K-O-H-R-S, Corey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's another group from Ireland. Or Scotland, I can't remember. One of the two. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you never hear of most of these people. Unless they're already huge, like Trampled by Turtles or, uh, you know, some of the larger, larger groups. Right. 
So um, where can people buy your music and get in contact with you, uh, with you like over social media? Okay, well, if anybody wants to go to me and find me, it's www.miles-williams.com. And then you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all from my webpage. You can download the music, buy the merchandise. You can straight up Google me and find me from anywhere from under the sun playing live performances, YouTube, etc. Okay. So, um, what current albums do you have out that people buy? The one that I have out now is my self debut title album, Miles Williams and Hammer Down. The song Memories that I have out right now is the last one that we are going to put out from that album, and I'm currently starting to work on the new one, whereas the new single will be out in either April or as early as March, but more than likely it will be out April. So, looking forward to that, putting the new album out. Awesome. Do I get to hear it before everybody else tell you what oh, I think about it? Of course. Of course. Okay. Why not? Right? I will tell you what I think, too, and I won't be, like, I won't be nice about it. I'm just going to tell you what I think. Okay, sure. Okay. All right, well, thank you so much, Miles, and I will let you go. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for calling and talking to me. I love doing this stuff. Bye. All right, bye-bye. If you haven't done it yet, go subscribe to our iTunes podcast. And if you are listening on SoundCloud, thank you very much for doing that. Um, if you need more information about what we do, you can visit our website at westtexasweetheart.com. And we're also on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, West Texas Sweetheart, or WTX Sweetheart. So, y'all have a wonderful day, and thank y'all for listening. Bye! Cause I